Welcome back to the Geek Domination Podcast. This is our third quiet. section. Oh, wow, is it? No, no it's fine. It's fine. Okay. It, it'll be okay. It's just, that <laughs> was a, a whisper. <laughs> so welcome. It's a whisper. That was a sensual whisper. Um, You're trying to listen. Sammy Turner! <laughs> yeah. Whisper in here. Welcome back to the podcast today. <laughs> this is TED Talk, where we're talking nice ideas. Really yes. nice and, and, and soft to the ears. Just whisper extremely time. close to the mic. Anyways. <laughs> oh, dear God. So it's the third topic. Whoa. The third topic. topic. You know, yeah. right. The third topic is uh, favorite childhood memories. Geeky related. Because yeah, we're going to keep this kind of shorter. Yeah, so. we're geek domination. Yeah, we're geek, geek domination. And We've been geeks our whole fucking lives. Let's embrace it. Whoa. We're going to do that in a different podcast. <laughs> fucking got us. I'm not, not going to be there that, for that one. What was that one that we said earlier? <laughs> Dick, Dick Domination. Dick Domination. Dick Domination. Uh, <laughs> copyright. So anyways. <laughs> wow. There you go. C-C-C. Copyrighted. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, Geek Domination, you know, we do this this thing every week and we never really get into the, like the backgrounds of where we all came from. So I guess this is a really nice opportunity for us yeah. to kind of dig into our chi- childhood. And see what we've all been up to since we've been a little kid. Repressed memories. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, Trauma. God, no. No, um, no, the nice ones. The, the nice ones. Oh, the good memories okay. of, of childhood. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> no. You and Mickey Mouse today. No. Yeah. Yeah. Just, he nails the Mickey it's Mouse. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Just. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Jesus. Oh Jesus! We don't no, need to go that's there. That's worth memory. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right, and with that, um, let's go and get into it. Uh, yeah, so I guess like you just went to Disneyland. Yep. Which I'm sure it was awesome. Pulled forth a shit ton of awesome childhood memories, and that's true. You're living it out as an adult. I guess we'll start from there. Is kind of a good launching. It's a good jumping off point. Um, oh, God. Excuse me. I feel like we're finally getting past that generation who grew up on Disney movies. Yeah, like we're just hitting that, that threshold where it's yeah. like we all grew up watching everything. Yeah, and it's it's kind of oh, sad yeah. when you I, think about it. I mm-hmm. mean, I think our generation still is definitely influenced. Oh, totally. By it, yeah, we also experienced as we were like ten years old. You mm-hmm. know that really terrible years of Disney shit. Yeah, true. Because I think we're that generation where we're kind of right in the middle where we we grew up watching stuff like Disney stuff that was all. Like I don't. I can show you though. Wholesome is a good word for it, but it's, <laughs> well, it's we like get the, that, and then yeah. the Hannah Montana. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, that was the tail end of those years. Yeah, was like that, that was shit. Disney Channel. Like what, that what was I mean, a Disney movie. What I mean yeah. is that there was a Disney movie on Hannah Montana. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What, what I mean is that I would before bed for school. I w- I remember I would go on and like tune Disney and shit and like watch. Oh, yeah. Watch like Aladdin the series. There was oh, a, yeah. there was a little that was a wonderful series. series. Yeah. Like t- to base off a movie yeah, that was totally. really good. That Stuff was like really that. Good. Hercules that had the series for that. I love that. Was that actually really good yeah, too. Was that, I mean, that showed his younger years more yeah. than anything. But still, that was mm-hmm. that was a lot of developmental time that you missed yes. out on. Enough there, Icarus. Icarus yep. was the best part. Man. Absolutely fun part. But we were in that like weird middle generation where we would do that, and then I would go on Toonami at the same night. Oh my god! Right, I'd watch Dragon Ball at seven. I watched Dragon Ball Z at seven thirty. Trigun. I Trigun? remember I watched uh, yeah. Shinji. Do you remember Shinji? Yep. Uh, In- Inuyasha was on there. Oh my god. Uh, Outlaw yep. Star. Yep. Outlaw Star. Yep. Star. Yes. Oh I woke up That's the at 5.30 every morning before school. <laughs> so I can I watch mean, Trigun. I remember being yeah. seven and seeing Pokemon for the very first yep. time. Actually, you know what? It was younger than that. It was six. And I remember watching it yeah. at, at like four in the morning right before, before Saturday morning, yeah. morning cartoons actually came on. I would wake up uh, 5.30 every morning before school and I would watch Trigun and on Saturdays yep. I would wake up at like 6 
watched like uh like fucking Cubics, you remember that? Oh my god! Oh right? my god! I remember Dude. Cubics. That was weird. Dude, that, that was, was such a weird one. Uh, the Mega Man sh- uh, TV show. Yep, yep. I remember yeah. that one. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh, obviously. Oh, oh we watched a shit ton of uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. Pokemon. Let's play spot the main character. Seriously, <laughs> but no, we're just being in Disneyland was interesting because now that especially they've more they, embraced more of the Star Wars like merch. Yeah, and they've they've you know they purchased more properties since totally then, yeah. So like for me, I. I it's all the stuff I grew up with. So yep. I, I was like, dude, look at this fucking awesome goofy stuff. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, this shop has almost all Nightmare Before Christmas stuff. Oh my God. I'm throwing my, my money. Fourth birthday. <laughs> yep. Fourth birthday. Like, and It was awesome because we were walking through like a pieces of eight, the, the Pirates of the Caribbean shop. And right next to it is the shop with all the Haunted Mansion and Nightmare Before Christmas stuff. Yeah. yeah. And we were walking around and I was like, wow, some of these series and, um, projects that disney did are so underappreciated and there's like no merch for them like oh, yeah. lion king there's like no merch for no, that's what that's yeah, depressing there was like no no that merch. is shocking to me that is that you that would burn huge. the place to the ground knowing that news right. yes <laughs> like, oh my god same yeah uh, seriously uh, hercules well, she has the hakuna matata I've, i saw one yeah. piece of hercules merch while we were there that's, uh, crazy, that's depressing i've always and wanted to see the action figure that you know you're like yeah, I was yeah. Pops out. Part of the from the cartoon movie is yeah. the merchandising. Was, yeah. Yeah. It was built yeah. into the movie. Remember, yeah. oh, God. you could buy from like Seven Eleven the cups that were yep. actually shaped like the pillars. Yeah, yep. dude, and in the film awesome. they fucking had them. Yeah, they had those. Awesome. Fucking awesome. It was hilarious. But I just remember walking through the shop, and then I we found the Nightmare Before Christmas stuff, and I was like, I thought they wouldn't like have anything for this because I fucking love Nightmare Before Christmas. That's a great That's movie. That's actually that a bigger being franchise. Being born on think. Halloween totally. and having it come yeah. out on my fourth birthday was sort of just like, I don't know. As a child, you yeah. identify with it. You become like, totally. this is my thing because of this attachment. Like It's the same I thing for it. me. I, I'm Grew, growing up skinny, too. Skinny, yeah. tall, big head. Like I pretty much was Jack Skellington right? in there you go. physical guise. But it was just fucking <sighs> awesome because uh, my three favorite Disney movies are uh, Tron. Oh my god! Nightmare Before Christmas yep. and Sleeping Beauty, which is kind of weird coming from me, but that is an no, interesting yeah. one. But I could kind of see. A, it. Yeah, isn't that a French tale, which is even funnier? Probably. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> but it is no, indeed. I it was awesome. I I really like relived my childhood a little bit. Like oh, I, yeah. I, I ask Lauren when we went into the Star Wars shop. I I was such a little kid again. I was oh, like, absolutely! Oh my god! Look at this shit. Yeah, you can build your own lightsaber I know. now. It's well, thing. that shit's stupid, yeah. especially with the fact like so many of the things that you hold yeah, are it's ridiculous. Not fucking handles. But no, I don't know. For me, Remember we were criticizing those, and it was like the build your own saber. It was like you can make a four, you make a trident. Yeah, bullshit. We, yeah, I remember when they first announced that you and I were criticizing the crap out yeah. of Anthony. I'd have a trident lightsaber, just saying, like, actually, like a pole with on the end of the, like. I mean, that'd be cool too. But yeah. like some of them were like essentially like a knuckle duster that has like four blades coming yeah, off in like different directions. Blades, yeah, yeah, it was. Some of it was really stupid, but no, it's. I'd like to see that in a game, though. Like, right? Like it's a, as a secondary, like you know, you have great allies there, and they just punch them in the face. <laughs> oh, dead! Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see what you mean, but it's just it's obnoxious to a certain degree. Yeah, like, I like the ones where it's like they actually convert a real blade, but yeah. some of those were just like you're just getting out of you're hand. Just reaching now. out now, <laughs> you're just trying too hard. But I don't know. Well, well, I mean, for you guys, what were what were like the big things for you? Because for me, it was comic books. DC in particular for me, mm-hmm. and Star Wars. Those are the two most toys I still have. I have boxes and boxes oh, and God. boxes full of Hasbro Star Wars toys. All right. Uh, this is going to be a long list. <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I know, right? Uh, let's see. Growing up, I know that like my brother and I, we had a fuck ton of, of 
toy cars, um, let alone like the Hot Wheels and yep. Matchbooks. Uh, you know those like multi-gallon tubs. Like at work, we have the green ones. Yeah, I have some of. Those we have too. three of those full of cars at home. Nice, completely full. Like they're like three hundred pounds each. Yep. Um, but we have those at my parents' house, along with one that's just full of tracks, like the different tracks mm-hmm. you get. Like I remember uh, the crisscross crash. And like, I have that one. Yeah, yeah. I love that one. <laughs> I had the tornado one, man. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah. A lot of those are really cool, and I remember having a t- shit ton of those. Um, mm-hmm. Another one that was big for me as a child was Biker Mice from Mars. Um, I had oh, all the yeah, toys. I had all the them? toys for that. Oh, yeah. shit. Um, that, was, that was taking it back. Street Sharks. Dude, I had all the toys from Street Sharks. I had the 12-inch uh, Michael Jordan from Space Jam figure that actually quoted him from the movie. <laughs> like... Ah, Jesus. Let's That's see. Awesome. What else? So, uh, obviously, Power Rangers is a huge one for me and my brother. Like, you know, we'd always yell. I actually yell got banned from watching Power Rangers. Did you? I straight up drop kick my sister. <laughs> <laughs> my That's channel amazing. here Tommy. <laughs> right? My parents wouldn't let me watch Power Rangers either because they thought I would, it would make me violent. <laughs> I mean, I mean oh, Power Rangers is the only thing, like one of the few things that I was allowed to watch, yeah. weirdly enough. Yeah. Oh, I watched yeah. the shit out of Power Rangers. Yep. I love for Power Rangers. Year. And then Ron. I never looked at it. Again. I watched yeah. for Power Rangers. I watched all the way from the beginning through when they stopped making it canonized, mm. connected, which was Galaxy. Galaxy was the last one that they connected because it went like normal, and then it was the ones where they were just like light. They were lightning infused, and they all had like uh, mythical beasts, and it was still Mighty Morphin. And then from there, it went into each of the separate names. You had like um, Zio. You had uh, Turbo. Turbo was the cars. Turbo was the cars. That's, that's the Zio was I the polygon shapes. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time Tommy became the Red Ranger. Um, and then you had, uh, let me think. I can do all this. I know it. Um, <laughs> after Turbo, there was, uh, that's when they went and did um, space, I think. Because during Turbo was when they had the kid as the Blue Ranger. And he would grow yeah, because, miraculously uh, into an adult-sized person. Yeah, because yeah. the other guy broke his back doing a... Yeah, like a, some karate tournament. Yeah. tournament. yeah, I remember that. Billy. Or no, no, that was a... Uh, Colt? Billy, no! Or something like that. He had like some... Uh, it was a horse name. I feel like it was Colt. Um, something, something really dumb like that. Mustang! Right? Like it was something stupid like mystery. that. Mystery! <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, Shout out to Mystery, man. Right? <laughs> but then it went to space, and space was pretty interesting. It was when, when they actually introduced the Silver Ranger, and the Silver Ranger's name was Zane, and so there was obviously like, that was the oh, first time in a, in a popular culture thing, like my name was used, and I was like, oh my god! <laughs> Shout totally out to Captain John Luke Picard, though. There you go. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, you had that going for <laughs> that's you, which a, is that's nice. That's the only thing I had. But yeah. um, I was going to say, that's that, That's something I grew up with, but I'll, yeah. I'll get that. No, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then it went to Galaxy after that, but it was like a long-running, like, continuous franchise for a long mm. time. Then I remember watching, like, one or two after that. I remember there was Time and Rescue, and those weren't connected. And then after that, I just sort of fell off. Once Disney bought it, and it switched to, from being on, like, our normal channel that was, the, like, Yeah, then they Fox. had, like, a magic one at one point where they... Oh, the, yeah. The same magic one. Well, I've gone yeah. back. Dude, they, like, got wands instead of, like, their... Yeah. Usual <laughs> no joke. No joke. Every character they had, like, a half cape. Yeah, they had a half cape. Half cape. I've like, never heard of that. That's it was Power oh, Rangers God, Mystic, Force. So Mystic Force. Mystic Force, I think. Mystic Force, yeah, that's oh, right. Oh, God. That uh, sounds... like, however, one of the best series that that uh, that they handled, two of them, actually, they, had, they did two. Ninja Storm was amazing. Ninja Storm was pretty good. I actually enjoyed that one a lot. And then they also did one called Dino Thunder, where they actually brought Tommy back, and he was the teacher and the Black Ranger, which huh. was kind of cool. They brought back somebody from original canon. They were like, no, no, like, you're this is... I don't know think of it like 15 one. years later right right and he's like okay i got like it's been 15 years this is perfect 
and he became like the new master of the group and halfway through the season he became the black Zordon, ranger Zordon. yeah you didn't, you didn't have that luckily they got away from that shit <laughs> God, dude it was so annoying oh God. so bad sometimes but um he's completely useless too like oh, what absolutely. was his what was his objective at all i have just, knowledge oh, and pass it on to you to do stuff right? no because he's just like okay and uh listen to your mission from zordon <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Alpha, yeah. Alpha basically just managed the computers and when Billy wasn't around. Right? Yeah, it was bad. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I I absorbed all that and really took it in for a long time, which then I've gone back to it periodically just to kind of see how it is. And it's it's still there. It still does good. stuff. <laughs> still periodically good. is good. Still well, going like, on. <laughs> that's, what, that's what really introduced me to Japanese culture. Oh, yeah. Because then you realize, like, oh, this is a series from years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the Mighty Morphin original was actually an 80s version of, the, of Super Sentai. Which was the original Japanese series is the Super Sentai franchise, which ran in the '60s and then had a break during the '70s, and then mid '80s they brought it back, and since then has been consistent. And every season for them is just a different group; they're never connected. And in the U.S., Haim Saban, the uh, Jewish guy that owned the property, was the mm-hmm. one who was like, "No, no, like these are all going to be connected for a long time." And then when he broke away from that method, he only lasted for like two years or three years, like that. And then Disney bought it up, and that's where we've been for the past few decades. And now Haim has it back now, and that's why they're considering doing a big movie for it. And it's just crazy. Like, that's another property that's coming back. You know, I'm sure we all grew up on uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to some capacity, whether it's the original runs, which were cheesy as fuck. The Calabunga, uh, dude. The live action films, which were cheesy as fuck. Yeah. Oh my God. The first, though. Oh, there's a amazing. lot of depth there in that first and movie. And fucking Shredder gets murdered in a trash yeah. truck. Oops. <laughs> yeah, right. Oops. Luckily, what's funny is that God guy's damn. like a big name actor now. Like he's been in several dramas. Yeah, he's, he's like a high B. Yeah, high B. High that's, B. that's a good. That's a good rating. Because you'll you'll see him in TV. You'll see him randomly in like side characters. He movies. was in uh, what was it? The Fourth Kind. Yeah. He was in that as a detective. Mm-hmm. Um, I also saw him in. There's uh, a lot of detective roles. Uh, yeah. Woody Harrelson had a film where he was a what was it? Um, it was some sort of superhero role, but ah uh, fuck, I forgot what his name was. Mm. Something really dumb. It's like. Um, I forgot. He just changes like one letter in a normal word for his superhero name. Hilarious. Defendor. That's what it was. Defendor. <laughs> and he plays the dirty cop. The, oh, the, God. the dude that I remember Defendor. Oh my God! Thank you. Yeah. So I the love dirty Defendor. cop. I love the dirty Defendor. cop who gets oh, a BJ God. from Cat uh, Dennings. Yeah, character. that's right. That's right. Jesus. Yeah. Oh man. Crazy, right? I just remember in the live action movie, you could see the Pete guy's faces in the turtle's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was bad. so bad. They're just like, like looking. Yeah. yeah. You can see the eyes. You're like, the fuck is yeah. What yeah. the hell is good? What yeah. did you eat? <laughs> <laughs> Which I still need to go back and watch it, but there was that a brilliant anime version that was like really dark and like I was looking online I think, and I think people that's were reviewing it. I, and I was like, I think that's what the, the first shit? thing I watched by yeah, the good, yeah. yeah, that's a good one to watch. Casey, that's how I knew who Casey Jones was because he, he's like badass in that one. I need to go back and watch it because it was one that I didn't give much time with when it was on 4Kids Entertainment yep. because 4Kids was just obnoxious with the yeah. way they presented their entertainment. All hail 4Kids. I know. 4Kids Entertainment. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was bad. Stop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I kind of ran the gamut of everything that was like you could take in as a kid, so mm-hmm. to speak. Like, you know, I, I had a subscription for Marvel Comics as like a five-year-old. My first introduction yep. was the first issue where Scarlet Spider is introduced in the 90s. Yep. Like, th- that's like one of the worst arcs to come into, period, right. is the, the Clone <laughs> Saga. But Scarlet Spider was so cool to, mm-hmm. as an idea to me because I was coming in on a new character, like first issue, and he was just like Spider-Man, but yep. a little bit edgier in a way. He didn't quite have the same value set. So it was right. just like, 
Yeah, I don't know. It's just one of those things that we also grew up, I think, watching Spider-Man the Animated Series, totally. X-Men the Animated yep. Series. Fucking X-Men. Spider-Man. Dude, right. Friends. shout out to oh, X-Men Evolution. Yeah, right. Do you guys remember X-Men oh, Evolution? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, good. Dude, I'm yeah. Really yes. Yes. That was a good series. That was a really was good series. I love that. That was one of... Uh, that was like when we like I was like 10. Or oh, I know, right? It was like yeah. 2000, 2001. Yep. The orange version of Wolverine. Yeah. Back yeah. to orange and brown, yeah, sort dude. of, but they switched to cool. orange and black. It's awesome. Yeah, it was so good. Apocalypse. Remember him yes. in that one? Like he was actually like... Menacing. So cool. Skinny. <laughs> <laughs> and he floated out of like an actual sarcophagus. Yeah, and yeah, was, yeah. Oh, it that was, was yeah, dude. Awesome. fucking cool. Oh, that show was so good. Batman uh, Beyond, by the way. Oh my God. So yeah, yeah Batman you guys Beyond. Were about the that, animated like, series from the 90s. I, Holy shit. I can't even get started with Batman Beyond. That was like one Everything of my Everything about it was yeah. I liked how they kept like... The shows of that time kept tying each other together because there's even a Static Shock episode yep. where he gets transported in the future. Oh, so yep. good! And he uh. finds Bruce Wayne, and he's this old decrepit guy. And he's like, "Dude, what what's going on?" And he has to go to the future to save himself. Yep. From and himself in the future well, is like super badass, and he's just like he yeah. gets a single glimpse of yeah. himself, and he's like. Yeah, oh my god! Because oh like god. usually he's like you know little static balls, and this guy straight up like holds out his fist and energy beam just yeah. shoots out. And he murks everybody. God, <laughs> but but yeah. then also by that same front, Batman Beyond has the super like Superman. the Justice League, and yeah. they're also slightly yep. corrupted. Yes, yes. Yeah. that was awesome with dude, the new Justice uh, League. You know who else did that? Static Shock is a definitely oh, a beast. God, right? You know who else did that? The Teen Titans. That episode. Teen Titans. That episode oh my god! Where Starfire accidentally goes, goes in the, the future, future and sees Nightwing and he's got the long hair. God damn it! That was. Damn. Goosebumps. I love that time episode. <laughs> when she's that like, Robin, and he's like, no, call me Nightwing. I was like, fuck. <laughs> Damn it. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Frickson, do it. I was like, oh. oh, that's great. Oh, God. Yeah. I don't know. Like, and then I think about it, like, even so stuff long. as silly as, like, <laughs> Animaniacs. Yeah. You remember watching Animaniacs? I love that. I love that. Yakko Wacko and their sister Dot. <laughs> and when you look at the Animaniacs 2, yeah. look how many voice actors were involved yeah. that we loved. Today. Oh, I know, it's right? Crazy. Jesus. Heck, Freakazoid. Yep. Freakazoid. Freakazoid. Remember Earthworm Jim? Pinky in the Brain. Dude. Earthworm Jim. Earthworm yeah. Jim. Oh, my God, Pinky right? in the Brain, yep. Pinky in the Brain. God, Jesus. Yeah, in the brain. Like, we grew up in the heyday when there was, like, truly marketable, well-done mm-hmm. Saturday morning cartoons. Some of it was all honestly garbage, but, I mean, yeah. like, heck, even going more into, like, the more technical side of it, I was thinking about it, and, like, there's a lot of E, you know, like, enter, you know, educational television for kids nowadays. Yeah. But I remember, like, one of the best things when I was growing up that was so much more advanced than anything they're showing now is, like, popular mechanics for kids. I remember religiously watching popular mechanics for kids, and they would do stuff like, you know, the, the, the military base stuff in the mountains that's, like, known for having, like, being able to uh, take like a 10 kiloton nuke and not even vibrate because it has like super springs built all around it. Yeah. Um, That was something I remember watching on like Popper Mechanics for Kids and they were showing like, here's the schematics. And basically the way this works is that if anything were to hit this or an earthquake were to happen, like it's full of shock absorbers all the way around and this missile silo will never budge. Yeah. So like it was one of those things where you're like, wait, really? Like that's really cool. And so like, was it a, cyberspace on like that it was on a uh, pbs yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, like all all the show is about is problem solving math and all this kind of stuff so like it really helps you educationally but it's still a super entertaining show yeah you know you absolutely you, shout out to uh tune into invader zim by the way oh i know invader zim, <laughs> well <laughs> and I that's one where it's like the creator was so exclude. frustrated that nick was so hampering his work even though he thought yep. it was going to be more of like a teenager show yeah and that he snuck in. Like, I love the fact that he snuck mm-hmm. in single frames of gory, bloodied up uh, Dib. Or no, yeah, what's the robot's name? I don't remember, um, but... I don't uh, know the robot's name now. Oh, wait. Fuck, no, Dib was the kid. Gur? 
Gur. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, Gur. A bloody Gur. Red yeah. eyes and everything. Like he had just murdered somebody and they snuck in single <laughs> frames that what you would see flash on screen, but no one would really catch it. But oh, that's crazy. It was in there and it's like that's shit he did because he was frustrated. Especially with the fact that he just came off of a comic book known like at that time known as Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. Oh, like, Johnny the Homicidal yeah. Maniac. Yeah, like the fact that they were like, yeah, we'll hire you for a fun little kids show named Invader Zim. That that was probably a bad decision on their part. Yeah. Or a great one. Really? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, it's great. It's just, it would have been better if that was like on Adult Swim. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, heck, even that, Adult Swim in and of itself. I mean, that's like, I remember being like 14 and beginning my exodus into Same. adult entertainment that way. So every time um, we would hang out at my grandfather's house. Yeah, yeah. Um, like sometimes we'd like spend the night or whatever. And me and my brother would just go downstairs. We would just watch Adult Swim. Mm-hmm. And we realized it was like terrible for us to do. <laughs> oh, absolutely. But I love doing that. And then occasionally oh, when we like uh, get hotels and, and yeah. stuff, you know, when like do family vacations. Again. Adult Sneak Swim. In there, yeah. If we were in another room, we had a TV. <laughs> the first Adult Amazing. Swim show I ever watched, because I was just watching Two yeah. until it was over. It was Boondocks. That's great. That's I think great. for me it was and even was years like, before what that. What the hell is this? Um, for me it was Harvey Birdman. Oh yeah, and also Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Space that was, Ghost. That oh was my god. god. Oh, Space okay. Ghost Coast to Coast. Jesus. I bought the first <laughs> season, and it's awful. It's, it's, so it's so bad yeah. all the way around. The guests were not hitting right. Like yeah. there was the responses weren't there. Then I rewatched I like a season episode. season three. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot <the> lightning. <laughs> <laughs> I rewatched like season three and it was like hilarious. I was like, okay, yeah. So don't watch the first season. Jesus. Just skip it outright. Yeah. I own it and it's bad. It is just bad. There's nothing fun about it at that point. You're just awkward. <laughs> You're like, it. man, they didn't know anything about what they were doing I at this point. About that. But yeah, that's where I came into it. it. Was definitely with that and Harvey Birdman Attorney Law, which I bought all the seasons for Harvey Birdman because yeah. I love that I series. Harvey Birdman. Like that's one of the reasons why I love Stephen Colbert so much. Is like he voiced like three separate characters on that show mm-hmm. and wrote most of the series. And you're like, oh my the god. Same thing with Seth MacFarlane too. Like Family yeah. Guy is an ingenious show and it's been going for so many seasons yeah. now. It's, it's true. So simple and it's well, like well, sadly, you know, Seth is he's trying to get out of it. Like he doesn't. Like, that's tell. why he yeah. killed off uh, Brian. And and one of the he's just, and brings try, it back trying, trying to piss people off because yeah. fan demand. Adult Swim threatened to sue him yeah. for his contract. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, okay, fine, I'll, I'll bring him back. Yeah. But you know, he had three episodes with a different dog, voiced by somebody else. Oh, I, I watched them. And oh, those yeah, yeah. episodes weren't bad. Like you no, were they like, were good. funny. They, they were, were funny good, actually. Right. Yeah, they were good. Yeah, but you know, he had to wrap it back in because you know Stewie, you know, missed Brian, so yeah. he goes back in time and fixes it to where you no. know Brian never died. Yeah. Frankly, you should just find another voice actor that can kind of mimic him well enough. Yeah. To and take there are over. people out there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Totally. There's plenty of them out there. I mean, hell, I follow one guy on YouTube all the time that's uh, one who just kind of keeps getting snubbed whenever he tries out for roles. He even does, uh, he did a great little, uh, like, audition video for The Simpsons after the, that announcement that that one uh, voice actor who does almost all the voices announced that he was going to leave the show. Yeah. And then he put out this great audition video that was nailing every character, and then that voice actor announced like no fox brought him back with enough money as they would hey if you dump enough enough money in front of somebody's doorstep they'll eventually yeah, yeah. same thing for robert downey jr i know right <laughs> yeah. no yeah true you throw enough money at them they'll say yes um let's let's transition a little bit yeah, away yeah. from tv what were your guys's like i guess game series or your very oh, first geez, games that Jesus. ring out to you i know this is a big like a big legend thing. of the dragoon and final fantasy 7 nice Those not too my, bad not yeah, too seven is fantastic ones. What about you, Anthony? Come back to me. I'm kind of, I have okay. to like remember first the genesis game. of my memories. First game. Yep. 
Duck Hunt. Nice. I'm old enough, as sad as it might seem, <laughs> you know, being born in 89, like, yeah. I have that little bit more reach farther back. And, like, at the same time, like, my parents had both consoles. They had the, both the the uh, original NES and the Sega, or the Sega and the uh, the Genesis, I mean, and the Super Nintendo, all kind of mm-hmm. all at the same time frame. But my parents wouldn't let us mess with the newer consoles yet because that was still kind of stuff my dad was messing around with. So we got an introduction to, like, the split cartridge, Super Mario Brothers, Duck Hunt. Yep. And, like, I remember my brother and I would just take turns taking that light gun and mm-hmm. just fucking killing ducks all day. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little too good at that game. Yeah, I uh, mean, know, at the at the mall they had one of those kiosks up and everything like that, and everybody was like, "You're not that good. You're not that good." I literally bang, bang, made, bang, bang, bang. I, well, I made the shot out of the reflection of my buddy's eye. Jesus, like I was sitting there, like Jesus. right in his face, aiming this like, boom. Got him. Well, actually, you know what's funny is how it registers that. I, I read up a recent article on it. The way that the duck hunt light gun worked because it works completely different than every other light gun out there is that the the light doesn't come out of it. And it doesn't bounce off. What happens is it catches the blanks. The reason why this, the screen flashes black mm-hmm. is because what happens is it catches the light coming from the TV. Mm-hmm. So the reason why the screen's flashing black, black on every gunshot is because it's trying to bring only the light coming from the one spot, and that spot better beam into your gun. Otherwise, you're not going to have it count. So you could trick the game, shining a light right into your light gun every time you shot. So there's ways around it that are different. But yeah, it's just one of those hmm. things that was interesting. Like That's why it does that. Is because it worked reverse for most light gun games. That actually projected a light on the screen. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Pretty Fun crazy. Fact, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things where like you you do something as a child and you're like you don't even think about it. Yeah. And as you get older, you're like, how did that thing work? Yeah. I never understood. That's yeah, cool. Like, yeah. What the this technology back then? Why can't we just have regular guns for games now? Right. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, but to I be mean, fair, that, the Wii has tried that and it has failed horridly. Like their Cabela's games are not good. But <laughs> some of them are good. Like I did uh, all of Resident Evil Four that way. That, and that's I, a good. That's a good I mean, that one. I mean, it's Resident Evil Four is not Cabela's. Yeah. <laughs> Heck, I mean, Resident Evil Umbrella Chronicles and Dark Side or yeah, Dark Side Chronicles. Dark Side Chronicles. Oh, wait, yeah, hang uh, on. Dark, dark something. I know it's Dark. Something. That's gonna bug the crap out of me. I want to say it's Dark Side Chronicles. I'm pretty sure. It's something. I yeah. It's like the rail. The rail. Yeah, yeah. On rails. Yeah. Resident Evil, where you actually get to play all those the were games fun. Yeah, yeah. It was like weird. Snippets. Though. Yeah, it was definitely different. weird as hell. Not like out of place, but I guess was... I guess another game that, that I liked to play whenever I was younger was Gauntlet. Gauntlet. It was Dark Side. Yeah, Gauntlet. Yeah, good. Gauntlet. Was... Gauntlet Dark Legacy was, was mine and my brother's so shit. Good. Yeah. I mean, its replayability for a game that old was actually pretty And the fact insane. that you could find yeah. it in the arcades, and they had, like, all of the characters shown out. You could play full, like, yep. six or four-player in the arcades. Yeah. That was so cool. Yeah. It's and the awesome. fact, and whenever they brought it to, uh, I played it on the PlayStation 2, but whenever they brought it there, it's like... Xbox three, or Xbox original for me. Yeah. So, I mean, like, it was the exact same game. Yeah. So, the one that you had loved playing in the arcade, you could also play at home now like with the with the lovely addition that like every character had their extra version through a maze that you would go into a coin collection maze and you'd end up with an alternate version of say like the warrior that was actually a minotaur yeah dude i love the minotaur yeah like that mm-hmm. shit was so cool the the valkyrie had the harpy yeah like mm-hmm. they did all mythical creature versions of all the i can't characters. even remember what was the wizard though he was a uh... uh, wasn't he like anubis if you want to say the yellow it was like skin? Anu- yeah it looked like anubis but it was like jackal no, yeah, it was a jackal. jackal. Jackal for wizards, and then I remember like the the jester had uh, a hyena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember most of those things. It was insane. Yeah, dude, it was such a good game. Like, yeah. And the best part was whether you're playing with or without a friend. Like, 
You had fun. You had fun the whole time. Like, it wasn't boring in the slightest to just run around and just kill everything. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the same reason why I adore X-Men Legends growing up. Mm-hmm. Like X-Men Legends. I know, right? Great. I love that. So great. It's the same reason why I actually enjoyed Diablo. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the game that showed me what dungeon crawlers were. Was the yeah, Diablo, Dark, though. Dark like, Legacy. God, dude, that did get to be a crawl. It did. Every time you go back True. in there, man, it's exponentially harder. It's like 12 times the enemies that there were before. Right. It's true. But yeah, as we wind down, I guess, like, film, I guess, would be the next big thing. Like, what was the films that stuck with you most mm, of all from your childhood? I mean, we all kind of know, like, for me, it was like Nightmare for Christmas was one of the big ones, but there's yep. a, there's more for sure. Anthony, Nightmare, uh, at least, that came out the year I was born. Yeah. Because I'm a little younger yeah, than Yeah, exactly. You guys, like that, so. that small amount of year gap there. That, age was, gap. that was a big one. Yep. Anthony and I just had a gaze of longing to each other <laughs> because <laughs> that was know. beautiful. We already know. Star, Star Wars. Wars. We, we, I mean, already we know all it's a thing. are Star there. Wars, man. Look, honestly, my, my childhood, my first mm-hmm. memories are. Um, Probably uh, my mom and my dad, obviously. Yeah, like given. A kid, right? Yeah. And then um, I remember trains. I used to love trains as a kid. Me yep. too. That's cool. And then <clears throat> right after that, Star Wars. Like literally, it's it's lasted with me. I feel like it's at the beginning of my life, and it'll be there at the end of my life. Mm-hmm. The first two the genesis of geekdoms yeah. I think I identified with most of all. Spider-Man fan. Clearly, comic books. Star Wars. You want to know why? Third grade, episode one, The Phantom Menace, was announced to come out. I remember sitting in my third grade classroom, like some sort of slideshow presentation happening on the screen. Like, I don't really give a shit. So I'm just sitting there with a Star Wars insider going through every piece of detail on Star Dude, Wars episode Star one. Wars, Star Wars insider, though. I know. I love Star Wars insider. It's still, it's still there. It's on still the net. there. Yeah. yeah, you can yeah. still find it. But it's just like... That was one of my earliest geekdom memories. I don't even remember mm-hmm. the teacher's name from that year. I just uh, remember, I remember that yeah. in my hands and looking at like the Naboo cruiser, yep. that chrome ship in the book and being like, oh my God. Well, and like when <laughs> I remember when uh, Phantom Menace was coming out too, like the big thing, my mom and dad were like huge fast food junkies. So That's I grew fair. up on like Taco Bell. Yeah. Oh Dude, my God. The cups. Um, Taco Bell. The had cups. Had I yeah, still have them. I still have awesome. almost all of them. Yeah. That's awesome. They had like Sebulba, Wado. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Newt Gunray, yeah. they had Queen of Adal, they had Anakin. Yeah. I think I had almost all of them. <laughs> and I remember so, reading I remember about how the had... kid from Fort Collins yeah. was cast as Anakin. You're just yeah. like, someone from my state, like not far from me. Do you remember the posters? Pizza Hut, yep. Taco Bell, KFC. Yeah. They had the, the posters yep. that if you yeah. put them all next to each other, it made a big panoramic yep. thing. Yeah. Still have it in my basement. Like, oh, that's, that's awesome. fucking cool. It's been up since 2000, I'm pretty that's, sure. Oh, Jesus. Damn. That's crazy. Star Wars, though. I know. Side note, have you guys seen Fanboys, the film? Yes. Thank you. Enough said. (laughs) Just thank you. The truth. (laughs) That movie, man. That kind of summarized what it would have been like if we were in our 20s at that time. Yeah, Yeah, no no joke. It's just, it's weird because with Star Wars, um, I mean, obviously as a kid, I didn't really start understanding why, like what was good and what was bad about the prequel trilogy until I got to episode two, which is probably why I hate it so much because that was when I started developing a mind and understanding how story worked and understanding how characters work. You know what's interesting about that? Just a complete (laughs) side note real quick, but I was watching, or no, I was reading an article about like trolls on the internet. Ones who would come out years after they had been trolling hard. And like, these are people that like admit like when they're in their troll years, like they had a pretty fucked up life and that they kind of use that as their outlet and they didn't realize it till years later. Right. But uh, one guy 
hated on Star Wars Episode One through Three so bad for years. He even made his own little super cut. He re-edited it like five times. He went through an insane depression during this time when he was super like anal about that kind of shit and really into like hating on it and, and dissecting it. He actually wound up coming out of it appreciating what the original product was more than when he went into hating it as. It's so weird how it's, he did that. There, there's, there's so much that goes on in that prequel trilogy mm, that yeah. is great. There's a lot of quality of life, universe building aspects to it Yeah, that furthered what Star Wars is because Star Wars is bigger than just the films at this point. It is it's, it is a phenomenon. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. part it's of the reason why is because thing. it's, yeah, it's built this huge universe. It's even a real religion. Universe. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah there's, a, there's a there's a, there's a temple you of can, the force. Yeah, you can register yeah, you can, as a yeah. Jedi with the government yeah. in terms of religion. Yeah, and it's, it's huge. It's amazing. There's also <laughs> big reasons why those films suck so bad. Yeah. Anakin, you're breaking my heart. It's because he hates sand. Yeah, yeah, it's because he hates sand. That's why, and he kills random ass, uh, yeah, raiders, just random ones. You know what was funny the other day? I was thinking, I was thinking about a new hope. Yeah, when uh, Ben Kenobi oh. is like, yeah. "Here's your father's lightsaber. He wanted you to have it. He only murdered like thirty children with it. It's fine. Don't just worry. take it's it. It's fine." Well, and then what's <laughs> funny is like I shared that picture that was like your father wanted this, and it's like. He says he yelled something along the lines of like you know I you know hating on him or whatever like when he's I like, hate he, you yeah he's like he's in that pit he's like also I want you to give my son my lightsaber <laughs> like, when did he tell him that yeah he just took him he did yeah. did yeah. he didn't even know he had of, children until he became Darth Vader like the, right. he said a, nothing yeah, that's it's, you a what, it's a much one. deeper thing yeah, yeah, but, yeah but that's part of what everyone does it it's just hilarious because that was such like a no it is it's funny wait a minute I just thought it was funny because he's like this new hero he's he is the new hope and he. He's like, here's a lightsaber that massacred everybody. <laughs> Funny story. Yep. So the book version of Revenge of the Sith, yes. he gasses yep. the children instead of cuts them. Mm -hmm. like, that's true. Yeah, that's, that's a real true. thing. That's true. Keep, yeah. it, keep it in the comics. Yeah. Yeah. Which, so it could not be as bad. I mean, it's certainly less horrifying. Gasper, yeah. yeah, it's God. Make them but, all die in their sleep as opposed to slaughtering well, them with a lightsaber. Yeah, they well, weren't in their sleep. Well, well, yeah, here's, here's, here's the thing. Um, regardless of the children, he also killed a crap ton of uh, the desert people, too. Yeah, yeah that's what I meant. That Tuscan Raiders. Well, that's what yeah. I meant. Like, he killed a random group of Tuscan Raiders. He thought he killed the right one, but it's just assuming at that point. Yeah. Mm. I think this is the right one. He had his bomb he, in the tent. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it wound up being right, but when he walks up there, it's just... Yeah, and and there's there's a lot of deeper meanings. I know oh, that yeah, Lucas was absolutely. trying to convey. It's just it's in the way that he shots it, and they, like that's why prequel trilogy is so important to me as like somebody who like likes watching movies, likes reading stories, likes yeah. experiencing games. You know, it was it was the genesis of what I understand as the right things to do and the wrong things to totally. do. Totally. Yeah. So yep. for that reason alone, I kind of thank George Lucas in a way too. Oh, yeah. You know, he's he's as much as a amazing intelligent brilliant person as he is a arrogant ego driven psychopath <laughs> yep <laughs> like he's he's a weird duality in in mm -hmm. the, the world yeah. of creators it's yeah. it's interesting so we haven't heard much from marcus so i'd like to hear a little bit more from yeah. him and then final thoughts and we'll wrap up um i don't know like i said i, I did final fantasy 7 legend of dragoon yep um movies like i did uh hercules the disney version yep. and awesome. i also got really hooked on princess mononoke 
uh, from Studio Ghibli. From yep. Studio Ghibli yep. in yep. general, yeah. you know, Spirit yeah, Away and all those kind of things. I'll Kiki's Delivery Service. Kiki's Delivery Service. Is a good mm, that's one. a good uh, one. Howl's Moving Castle. Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, anything all of them are good. You know, My Neighbor Totoro. Which is, uh, dude, Miyazaki, though. That's popular. Miyazaki but, in general. Yeah. But yeah, Spirit so, Away. So I got I got really hooked into anime at a, at a really young age. You know, Dragon Ball Z, Inuyasha, Cowboy Bebop, and all that. I mean, just got sucked No one I know watched Shinji, but I watched the shit out of Shinji. Okay. Yeah. Weird, I know, weird. As uh, especially other, with all the splits. Than that, yeah. I got into. I, I I actually played D and D for for a long time. Only That's interesting. Twice. I don't know too many people who have like really played it. I played uh, it a couple times. Yeah, I, I played it. it for like three months straight every day. Like yeah. over a summer break, I just hung out GM. with a buddy. My last name was Grayson. Yeah, dude. Like. <laughs> But of course. Whenever yeah. I say I've killed deities in D and D, you you, you, can, you can kind of believe it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, especially when you craft the story yourself. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is, well, my thing know, is, I, I never like, uh, I was never the dungeon master. I was yeah. always the player. So, right. You know, that's how I was which, on it. The couple times I played, which gives you a lot of freedom in the in the way to decide how the story can go, because the dungeon master has a way that he wants the story to go. But my thing is, is throwing a wrench into that plan as many times as possible. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Because you know they're like, okay, would you like to get no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm actually gonna go do this. <laughs> like, Fuck your story up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck figuring it out as I go. That's so like, true. I don't even know what I'm gonna do yet. I always liked, and I'll, I'll just keep this as a side note again. But uh, like Destiny, the Bungie, the Bungie, the creators kind of came out and said like, no, we kind of always wanted Destiny to be like a real virtual version of D and D. And we realized like that's what they're going for. Like you set up raid nights, which are essentially some of the game nights on D and D. The villain. The grand villain in it all is the darkness, which is a long-running D and D joke. Yeah. So I was like, man, that's true. This game <laughs> is just D and D in space. God damn. It. <laughs> when we're playing later, I rolled a move to here. <laughs> we should totally. And then Zane, no, no, no. no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, right away, I totally get runs. why D and D the big, especially when you have a group of friends to play with. Like, yeah, that's the thing. It's a big deal. It's such a community thing driven yeah, by the urge to play together I, i've played some knockoffs too like i've played yeah. pathfinder um tabletops yeah whenever whenever i uh started playing it was in 3.0 version and 3.5 mm-hmm. came out which is pretty much the same thing it just updated a lot of uh controversial subjects from 3.0 yeah when 4.0 came out i quit like mm-hmm. it was completely dumbed down you don't get to pick your character you get a card Oh, and you get yeah. to play that character, and it's an instance kind of thing. You play it once, and you're done. Yeah. 5.0 came out, and it was even more dumbed down. They gave you a board. You get to walk across it. You know, you only get to move all so many spaces. Once you hit enough they experience, the you imagination. flip the card. Mm. Yeah, it, it made the story for you instead of letting you live it out. Yeah. Um, so whenever they're going to revise, from what I've heard, in 5.5, they're going to basically go back to 3.5 Red, uh, almost. Yeah. Like, they're going to go back... 15 years Mm -hmm. to their rules from back then because it dropped its sales so much. It was not a D&D game anymore. It was a board game. They tried appealing to the masses and it didn't work because people... No. On the outside, you look at it and you know it as what you knew it as in the beginning and when they made it the way they did, like no one knew it was changing and you Mm -hmm. guys were all just irritated and left it. So, of course, sales are going to plummet. But yeah, and my thing is, is like... You can go to comic book shops and all that kind of. You can find people to play with oh, if absolutely. you want to. The thing is, getting new people into it is a little difficult because you're basically saying in the in this day and age of you know virtual games mm-hmm. and stuff like that, where you can log in as a character that you've created and play around and everything like that. You don't have to think about the story because it's being provided for you. In D and D, you have to picture all this in your head. So everybody who's playing with you has a different idea of what they look like, what you look like, what the place around them looks like. But you all kind of come together and you're playing 
in your own imagination, yeah. in, in your own imaginary mm-hmm. world. So, I mean, if you think about it, it's a lot harder to get people of who haven't done it or it's kind it's of like you effort. literally yeah. get grandfathered yeah, yeah. in by parents to some degree. Like they usually, that's how most people get into those games now is like their parents or their well, uncles, aunts, nephews, I think cousins. That's true for multiple things too. Yeah, absolutely. For many mm-hmm. things. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have gotten into comics. My parents never bought me one subscription, mm-hmm. one year subscription to science, Spider-Man. science fiction. Yeah. I mean, yep. star Wars is more science fantasy and I would have loved that for forever. But science fiction, if my mom and dad hadn't have introduced me to star Trek and yep. then by extension Voyager when I was a kid, yeah, on that note, never gotten into all it. I ever fell asleep to was episodes of star Trek just cause they always ran the reruns at like 10 PM. And that's the time you yep. can be going to bed. Just very true. There's nothing else on TV, star Trek. So like I grew up watching a shit ton of star Trek and then yep. My dad and his best friend growing up, who is my godfather, still, I see their conversation on Facebook talking about how they want to go off and get, like, go and pay for the ultimate packages for, like, all the Star Wars stuff because they were 12 when the original franchise came out. They remember walking down with, like, their $7 at the time, like, to get two tickets to see the original film in release. And I'm like, that's why I love it is because those two went as children and fell in love with that franchise it, too. And it's hard not to be passionate about something that, you know, somebody that you're pa- you, that's in your family, like yeah, you love. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. your family's passionate about something, it's hard for you to not be. Yeah. You know, absolutely. You, you grow up appreciating it in a different light. Totally. Yeah, I think that's how my brother is too cuz a lot of what he got into was at least introduced from me originally mm-hmm. and then yeah. by in return like some of that he showed me other stuff too. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like I was talking about with Disneyland. My uh the, my uncle I told you guys I hadn't seen in yeah, yeah. years. Yeah. Growing up, he always he was always all over the place because he had a job where he traveled all the time. He didn't live in Colorado, so I I saw him maybe a couple times from from memory, just from back to when I can my first memories. I th- I can remember seeing him four times in my life. Yeah, and him and I, our connection was always Star Wars. That's yeah. that's how I got into it, and it's just like what you got two were saying. It's that kind of stuff that made us who we are, and it's. Like, it sounds really cheesy, but it's what brought stuff like this together, you know? Forge's relationship. It's the yeah. reason why we, we're doing what we do. Yeah. At the end of the day, like, we're all here because we like talking about it. We like yep. being involved in this community that, like, we can't necessarily yeah. get into it directly because some of that's just mm-hmm. so hard to get into. It's a culture. But there is a culture growing around people like us, and you know what? We're kind of trying to be part of that, and it's yep. because we fucking love it. To yep. be honest, right. we, we adore these things. Yeah, it started when we were young. Yep. At the end of the day, like being a geek basically in nowadays is just your passion about the things you love yeah. growing up. It's just a giant way of saying like, yeah, fuck society. Like we love what we love. Screw you guys for judging us for it. We yep. love it. And I think that's what the big takeaway here is. I think is we're like, just realizing there's more of us than yeah. we thought there were. And well, it's right. nice is that we're kind of building our own community through it. And yeah. that's, that's the best part. Definitely. So with that, uh, we will leave you guys... Um, Remember, you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. You can email us at geekdominationlisteners at gmail.com. You can uh, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, and tune in. Um, thank you guys for listening. See you guys later.